So in the in the last episode or the episode before, I we were talking about the Google Pixel Five a lot, and then I told you that I had pre-ordered my Google Pixel Five as soon as it went like available or like an hour and a half after it became available for pre-order, right? So I pre-ordered it the same day that it went live. Um, did you get it? No, it has not even shipped yet, actually. So it is current. It's currently the 18th that we're recording this. This is going to go live on the 19th of October. I pre-ordered this on the 30th of September, and I still haven't gotten an email even saying that it's shipped yet. Granted, it says that it'll deliver between October 30 and October 31st, but I paid for the expedited shipping. Um, mm. But technically, the phone launches on the 29th in the U.S. Granted, it released in other countries around the world, which is just like it's so it's so weird to me that it's a it's a, like a split release. Uh, it's a it's an American company that the first you know phones that they're shipping aren't even to to the U.S., which is fine. I'm not trying to like rub it or like you know, it's just not what I'm used to, I guess. Um, which is sad because I'm so anxious and so excited to get this phone. And like, as soon as I, I, as soon as the phone, I get notified that the phone ships, I'm going to order like a D brand skin for it. Actually, I might even just order it sooner than that. Um, I might even order it tonight actually now that I'm talking about it. But anyway, uh, I just, I want this phone so bad and I just, ugh, I can't, I can't believe that I still, I haven't even gotten a shipment notification yet. It's been like, it's been nearly three weeks now. Jeez. Yeah. And with the expedited it's, shipping. Well, do you think maybe it hasn't shipped because launch day isn't like a couple days away? It so could like... be. It could 100% be. I just wish that we were, you know, in that same level of like tech enthusiasts where they're just like sending us review units, you know? At least give me a review yeah. unit so I can get my the one that I bought. Right? Google, you hear yeah. us? Yeah. <laughs> you know what sucks with my phone? Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I found a crack on the back of my phone. No. Yeah, it's like tiny, but it's there. Please tell me you have Apple Care. I don't. <laughs> no. I know. Oh, but hey, I'm on the website right now, and it says I can still trade it in for full value. Because I answered the questions. But I answered them honestly. Because it's not a major crack. It said if there's glass on the back, it's not shattered. See, it's not shattered. It's, it's full of major cracks, chips, and scratches. Like It's not major at all. It's like hmm. tiny. Well, so, like, just so you know, like if you got Pixel 5 instead, you know that's an aluminum back, so you don't have to worry about breaking glass on the back of the phone. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah, exactly. And as you know, I run naked phone, you know, no case. So it's good for me. I'm a I'm a naked phone user myself. Um, I get the protection though because I'm using it naked, because inevitably something could always go wrong, whether it's my fault or just uh, <laughs> a, a complete accident. Um, but that way, because like things like that, like little chips and stuff. I mean, I know that that you're the same way. It just bothers the heck out of me. So I always see the value in getting getting the like especially on technology, a technology that I use, you know, a ton. It's like, why would I not protect it? At least that's how I see it. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. 
Okay, wait, weird. I'm on the Google Pixel site now, and the image that they have for the 11 Pro is not the right image. Wait, really? It's just a scaled up 11. Haha, <laughs> that's so funny. Like if you try, try to do a trade-in or something? Funny. Oh, that's amazing. It's for like if you try to do a trade-in? Yeah. Give me a second. I kind of want to see now. My estimated trade-in value is 372. Huh. Okay, let me see how much my phone would be. Let's see. Oh, what the heck? Why is it not? Oh my god, you're right. It's it's all photos of iPhone 11 just scaled <laughs> up. Yeah, right? <laughs> so stupid. Like, what? It's like, come on, guys. Like Weird. Right? Not that it entirely matters, but like... What if somebody doesn't know which one they have, and then they're like, oh, look at which that camera it has. Like it. Oh, wait a minute. Exactly. I don't know. I don't know. annoying now is they won't... Uh man, see there's a uh it's like 372 and the you know the pirate price of my trade in would be 372 and the you know the phone's 699 so that'd be like 400 bucks. I don't know if I want to do that. It's not bad though. Welcome back to another episode of Twaddle Tech. My name is Randall. Hey, I'm JC. And today people, we will be talking about the lovely, lovely Apple event that happened uh, this past Tuesday, Ooh. Tuesday the 13th. Um, it was a big event. Uh, last week, we talked about a lot of speculation as far as what we thought was going to be coming out. Um, some things we were right on, some things we were not so right on, or at least we weren't right about this specific event. Um, but I'm going to hand it off to JC here so he can take us through, uh, the start of that recap of what that event looked like. All right. Well, we had a bit of a size down launch, uh, this year and probably had to do with like the, the announcement beforehand, um, which kind of makes sense why they, you know, split it into two events now, because it, it would have been a lot to cram into one, uh, one event, but, um, to make a long story short, they announced five new devices four of which are iphones <laughs> yeah um so um going in size order we have the iphone 12 mini which is really cool the iphone 12 the iphone 12 pro which is the same size as the iphone 12 now mm -hmm. and then the iphone 12 pro max so no real major name changes or anything like that and you know nothing super uh super drastically changed um but they did go back to that uh that squared off edge design that a lot of people were thinking even like last year's launch they thought they were going to go back to that so it's really cool to see that because i'm a huge fan of that design um and the fifth and final product that they announced is the one personally i'm most excited about mm -hmm. the HomePod mini which i'm very happy that we were right on it, it's not as small as I said in the last episode, so you can still hold it in one hand easily, but it's not tiny. Um, you know, it's you can't. You'd have to use your whole hand to hold it, depending right. on how big your hands are. But like, granted, um, it's not a speaker that yeah. you need to hold. It's an in-home speaker that has to pl be plugged into an outlet. But besides the point. Exactly right. 
exactly right. Um, so really exciting stuff. It is fully wireless, which I'm really excited about because I'm probably just going to bring it everywhere. Um, they didn't show any charging ports, so I'm kind of interested on how it charges, to be honest. Um, but since I shared my favorite product, what uh, what's yours? Wait, to see how, how what charges? The HomePod Mini. It does, it's it's just a plug-in speaker. But like but from where? Wait, it's it has a pop wait. Just like HomePod. That was wireless. Uh I'm gonna There's double no check wires. I'm gonna go to double check my thing right now. Uh there were wire they hit them very well in the event. Oh I'm gonna be pissed if it's not a wireless speaker. I'm almost certain that it is not wireless. Ah HomePod man. Well, well, Did you get to the site faster than me? I'm on there. I just... Hold on. I'm going to go down to tech specs. I don't see it. Yeah, where's the freaking cord? Is it just behind it? In the box. HomePod Mini 20-watt power adapter documentation. Um... Yeah, there's nothing about uh, a battery or battery life uh in it so there's no where does it plug in then because look there's a top down view no cord i mean well yeah i mean they, they do that with everything but they do that with the with the regular home and you know what yeah they do so it's just a pop oh i'm gonna be so upset i'm not even getting man <laughs> i might have to change my i might have to change what i'm excited about no, 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 because think about it this way. You were super excited about the, the, the Google Nest Audio at the $99 price point. Those are speakers that have to be plugged in as well. HomePod Mini yeah. is smaller than yeah. those. Presumably better sounding. Probably. They probably are better sounding. But, and at the same uh, price point. I thought it was wireless. No, it was very dece to be to, to JC's point. It was Dang. very deceiving in, um, in the event, the Apple event, because of course they were showing the pretty angles of the HomePod where you don't have to see the wire. Um, I've hidden the wires for mine pretty well, and they build it to where you can hide the wire pretty well. Like, looking at the two of my HomePods that are sitting on my TV stand behind me, I don't see the wire, the power cables for either one of those things. Um. So it's really streamlined. I'm assuming that it's almost identical when it comes to the Home HomePod Mini. So not a deal breaker for me, but I I, I can't speak to if it is for JC. Well, I my it, here's the thing. Like you might you might think I'm maybe putting a band aid on a on a larger issue, but my my car stereo doesn't work right now. So <laughs> I was gonna bring it in the car. Oh. Uh... Yeah. Now yeah. I'm mad. Now I'm upset. Man, I might still get one, but I don't know. I'm less excited about it now. They made they 100% made it look like it had no wires. Like it was sitting on a yeah. table. Well, because when I was watching, you know, I was like, "Oh my god, it's wireless! It's wireless!" And then I saw a wire, and I was like, "Oh, it's not." Okay. Because uh, um, it's designed to be an in-home speaker. That's why they call it HomePod, right? I, I don't think that it would, if it was called HomePod, I don't think it'd be a portable. I think that they would use it completely. It'd be like GoPod, probably. <laughs> Bring the home with you. GoPod. No, yeah, GoPod makes so much sense. Wait a minute. Okay, hold yeah, on. Okay, did we just invent a new device? If Apple? we just invented a new device for Apple, Apple <laughs> better send us some of that money. Ching ching ching. Um, yeah. It rolls off the tongue too. GoPod. Go yeah. They could call the over-ear headphones GoPods. Hmm. Anyway. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> if they 
if they came out with the the over ear headphones, they could call the sport version Go Pods, and the the studio versions Go Pros. <laughs> <laughs> Go Pod Pro. Go um, Pro. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so that's that's HomePod Mini, uh, available in two colors, space gray and white. Um, there was another mini item that JC just talked about. iPhone 12 mini. This is actually, this is pretty huge, pun, pun intended. Um, this is pretty <laughs> huge because this is the first time ever that the mini title has uh, come over to the iPhone lineup. It's been in the Mac lineup. It's been in the iPad lineup. It has never made its way to uh, to the iPhone lineup. So this is the first ever mini titled iPhone. Which is which is pretty cool, and it's got a it's got a great spec list. Um, you know, they did uh, it's got an OLED display, and they increased the resolution, so now it's a 1080p panel on the on the on the the uh, 12 models instead of like on the 11 on the regular 11. It was a it was a 720p or a little higher than 720p, but basically yeah, like- a 720p display. Now you're getting full HD on iPhone 12 mini and iPhone 12. Um, yeah. which is huge, and their um, uh, their Super Retina XDR display. On. Yeah, so they've got the the two million to one contrast ratio. Uh, you know, one step above typical OLED at one million to one contrast ratio, which is awesome. It's only great for the consumer. Your photos and videos are going to look incredible. Even just your home screen icons are just going to look really great. Text is going to look great. Stuff like that. Um. You know, I'm I'm really I was really excited and really surprised to see that they did that, uh, but I'm glad that they did. I was I was excited. I wouldn't say I'm surprised though because, like, so many people like the little mini phones, like how well the SE sells and stuff. <clears throat> like how many people get that? <clears throat> Sorry. No worries. <clears throat> All right, I'm good. <laughs> so, but yeah. I'm not really that surprised. Um, you know, I think people are going to eat this thing up. I yeah. honestly really want one. Not going to lie. I kind of um, want one too, to be honest. Like, because I, I think I've said in previous episodes, the only reason I even have a bigger phone now is because when when my phone broke, my old 5, like, they didn't have the... Like, I kept that phone forever. Um, so by the time I needed to upgrade it, the 6S was already out. Um, and I was like, well, I'm not going to like buy a five again. Like it's stupid. Um, yeah. so I had to get the six and then when I got it or the success rather, and I had the success, loved that phone. It was a great phone. Um, and then, you know, I got more into, I was like, you know what, maybe I do want a, like a bigger screen. Cause I like, I, I thought I wouldn't like the bigger screen, but now like I see people with pluses and they're really awesome. So I kept my success for an extremely long time. Um, and then I got the 10 S max which I found was a little too big for me. And as you know, now I have the 11 Pro, mm-hmm. which, you know, it's a good size. I like it, but like, it is pretty huge. Um, and I am really craving that form factor again, that little tiny phone. And since it has a full facing display, like, yeah, I want it, man. And it's so cute. And it's got that midnight blue color. Or, mm-hmm. well, dark they just, blue, call, or they just call it blue. Yeah, but it's uh, gorgeous. I want um, it so bad. <laughs> Just to clarify, I was surprised about them putting the Super Retina XDR display, like all OLED panels across the board. Uh, I'm excited that they, and I'm not surprised about them coming out with a mini iPhone yeah. because it's a form factor, just like JC was saying, 
it's a it's a form factor that a ton of people miss. And I think because like over the years it was just like oh let's make bigger screens, bigger smartphones, bigger smartphones, bigger smartphones. Like make them as big as possible. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to Uncle Mike because he's he's the kind of guy who if he could have a 32 inch TV in his pocket he would. Um, <laughs> and that's okay. That's that's what he loves. Um, but I'm, I'm in the same boat as JC here where I'm, like, I'm kind of getting tired of the big phones. Like it's hard to keep them in my pockets. Even like, w- like when I'm wearing jeans, like they can fit in my pocket, but they take up a, a shit ton of space. If I'm wearing sweatpants or shorts, they like slide out of my pocket so easily. Or a lot of times they're like, just like cocking out of my pocket a little bit. And, uh, I think that the, the industry is going to respond to the iPhone 12 mini. Cause I feel like it's going to sell incredibly well. Uh, and so I think that the industry is going to uh, start switching to more compact phones. And we saw it with already with, you know, even before this announcement with Google Pixel 5 being uh, not coming in a plus size or an XL fa- form factor, just a single size compact 6.1 inch display, um, which is kind of funny to say that 6.1 inches is compact now. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but it is. But it is. It's, the full, it's the full phone, you know. Right. So, yeah. uh, so I think iPhone 12 mini is going to sell a ton and I think we're going to see, you know, galaxy S 21 mini and, uh, Google pixel five or six mini and stuff like that. I think we're going to see many, many phones take a, like a resurgence in the, in the smartphone market, which I'm excited about. Yeah. Like I w- I'd love to see what people can pack into those little 5g or little, little mini phones. Cause as of right now, or not right now, but as of November 13, when the iPhone 12 mini is actually available to the public, um, like that's going to be the smallest phone, the smallest 5G compatible phone that can actually handle full ultra wideband 5G networking, which is nuts. And there's a ton of other technology packed into it. Great battery life, uh, incredible display, great camera systems, facial yeah, recognition. They've, you know, they've continued that trend of, you know, um, having the best video camera. I don't think anybody can, I mean, anybody really argues that iPhones have pretty much consistently had the, taken the best video in the smartphone market. Um, and now it records in Dolby Vision. <laughs> like, Oh my God. It's nuts. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the 12 mini and the 12 will be able to record 4k at 30 frames per second Dolby Vision content. Which is huge because before this announcement, that can only be done on a very high-end cinema-level camera, um, and now you can do that with something that's as small as a iPhone 12 Mini, which is really cool. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm excited, though. You know, because I just found out in this episode, you you guys got a live react of me figuring out that the HomePod is not wireless. Um, I'd have to say that the uh, iPhone 12 Mini is probably my favorite thing that was announced um yeah it's pretty sweet um so the iphone 12 mini is probably uh one of the most like unique i guess um devices that had come out just because of like its form factor and you know and like like uh randall here was saying you know phones have just been getting bigger and bigger so it's kind of refreshing to see a tiny one um the iphone 11 or sorry iphone 12 is uh there's not much to really say about it that we haven't already said about the mini right yeah Um, same specs yeah pretty much the exact same thing just a little bigger um same size as the 11 um so if you like that phone you'll probably like the 12 
Um, you know, it's the same thing, whereas, you know, the edges have been squared off too. So it is a more square device. Um, what's, uh, yeah. Sorry. What's interesting about these, these new phones though, is although like, so like the 5.4 inch iPhone 12 mini that is a new form factor, right? But the 6.1 inch screen size on iPhone 12, that's a screen size that we're used to, but Apple actually slimmed the bezels down on that to where that 6.1 inch iPhone 12 and iPhone 12 Pro, because they have the same uh, screen display, spoiler alert for a couple minutes in the future here, um, they are actually about about the same footprint of the regular size iPhone 11 Pro. Interesting. I think that probably has a lot to do with the squared off edges. Um, yeah. Because, you know, you said that and then I started looking at my own 11 Pro and I was like, man, that bezel is kind of big. But then I saw, you know, the, the screen bezel really isn't that thick. It's really that rounded edge that makes it look a little thicker around the edges. Yeah. Um. So that's going to be really cool. I always liked that, like, squared off edge. It, it just fits in my hand better, you know? It feels, like, more grippy. It definitely does. Um, yeah. And uh, speaking of dropping it, you know, we talked a little bit about it at the beginning that I uh, found a crack on the back of my phone. Um, it's a tiny little tiny crack, but... Um, there is another feature that I am really excited about and kind of pushes me towards iPhone over Pixel, not going to lie, um, and that is Ceramic Shield. And we'll yeah. see how how like legit it is and how much it actually helps because I'm one of those people, I'll, as soon as the new phones come out, I'll go online and watch drop tests. Oh, I, those are so fun. cringy to watch. I They're just... so cringy, but like... Like I a jerry-rig everything, kind of like uh, yeah. like a scraping the fucking phone with a knife and stuff. Yeah. Oh, Slicing God. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but I just want to see one of those because, like, you know, the amount of people that break their screens on iPhones, you know, a- Apple, I don't think, would would make a claim that it's way more durable lightly, you know? Right. So at least I hope they wouldn't. So I'm, yeah. I'm excited to see how, how durable they actually are because... Like you we were saying, I am a naked iPhone user or yeah. phone user in general. So um, I, I really do want to see that. Um, but moving on to the next two Ooh, phones. Actually, real quick. Sorry. Unless you want to say yeah, something. I just, want, I just wanted to add to, to more about the ceramic shield because it is a really interesting yeah. thing. Um, and they, when I wa- I've already watched the event twice. They were very specific when they were talking about that. So like the ceram- they never once called it even glass they only called ever called it ceramic shield they never referred to it as a glass um it's only on the front the ceramic shield is just oh. for the front screen the glass on the back is still just the same old glass that was on the back of the previous generation phones so that mm. is still susceptible to damage but they were saying that from a normal like pocket kind of drop or pocket height kind of drop it is four times less likely to crack huh so what kind of lab environment that was in yeah so uh the again the verbiage and granted most drops are those like pocket height kind of things like i'm pulling it out of my pocket and it falls or uh, i'm going to put it in my pocket and it falls or getting out of the car i forgot it's on my lap exactly (laughs) stuff like that those are the most common based on what you know what i see in the smartphone world uh, yeah. Those are the common, the most common types of drops. Not the the videos that you see on YouTube that JC's kind of talking about, where they like throw it off a parking garage or something, something like that, um, <laughs> which is still cool to see in those cringy, um, but four times less likely to break. Um, 
still won't stop me from protecting my phone because again the glass on the back is still susceptible to damage and just because it's less likely to break doesn't mean it can't break right nothing's invincible oh, yeah. um but again really really interesting technology really cool technology um so and then uh i will let jc take us off into the the realm of the 12 pro models yeah so to the other two models um of course are the pro models um similar kind of thing to the 12 and 12 mini where um they're not really that much different aside from size um but um the iphone 12 pro um starts at 9.99 and the iphone 12 pro max starts at 10.99 um they still have that triple camera system but they added uh the same scanner that is on the ipad pro um what's that scanner called the LiDAR scanner. Ah. Um, <laughs> so, um, you know, it's what Apple kind of tags as the future of AR, right? Um, which, I mean, is probably true. Um, I, I'm i going to be honest, I only skimmed the, uh, the keynote once. So, you know, I just, I saw them announce it and was like, okay, it looks kind of the same. You know? <laughs> yeah. It has ceramic shield on it. It, it has that... Uh, squared off edge the water resistant all that stuff um i will say that the blue color in it is very very pretty yeah so uh just a quick touch on on water resistance all four of the new 12 pro model or all four of the new 12 models should i say um whether it's mini 12 12 pro 12 pro max they're all water resistant up to six meters now at up to 30 minutes of submersion um which is pretty darn deep Six um meters. up to six meters yeah that's how many feet is that uh th- it's about th- a meter is about three feet four inches ish yeah that's so like... that's a substantial amount of uh footage we're looking <laughs> at probably like t- about 20 feet deep yeah a little um, more. um a little bit more Dang. but um but i'd be happy to like touch a little bit more on the on the on the pro models uh i actually i pre-ordered one I pre- cuz right now oh, really? as of right now the, the regular sized 12 and the 12 Pro so both the 6.1 inch new iPhones are available for pre-order and they'll be available mm-hmm. um come Friday the 23rd of October. So I've talked about it in the past a lot like I don't know if I want to get the the a big phone anymore I want to go or I want to go compact but this year uh there actually is a slight edge and I mean a very slight edge to getting the 12 pro max over the 12 pro and that uh it's specifically an edge in night mode photography um it's got a 47 percent larger sensor in the 12 pro max obviously because it's a bigger chassis they can fit a larger sensor in it which allows for more light to uh to enter in and uh it's able to it's basically it's better at, at low light photography um or night photography uh than the 12 pro and granted Right now, so here's here's the here's my dilemma. So I pre-ordered the 12 Pro because hey, I didn't I I don't want to wait till November 6th to pre-order an iPhone. Um, <laughs> I'm already I've already had to wait till October, um, and that's uh, that's hard for me. But I'm gonna try the 12 Pro, and fortunately, Apple has a 14-day return exchange policy, <laughs> so with no restocking fee. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to try it out and see if I like the smaller form factor. 
if I love the small form factor of the iPhone, then I'll keep it and I'll go in and I'll trade my 11 Pro Max. If I don't like it, I will then return it. Because the last day that I have to return the phone will actually be the pre-order day for the 11 or for the 12 Pro Max. So if I don't mm -hmm. like it, then I'll return my 12 Pro, pre-order the 12 Pro Max, and then keep using my 11 Pro Max as my iPhone until the 12 Pro Max is available. I see. I just hate that there's a slight edge, and it's again, it's a very slight edge in photography, but it is a slight, uh, it's an edge in photography. Also, the telephoto lens can do 2.5 times optical zoom instead of two times on the Pro Max versus the Pro. Oh. So. Wow. This might yeah. be the first time the like the larger version model actually has like an advantage to it. Yeah, the last time the like the badly. larger versions of the phone had an advantage um, over the smaller version was the iPhone 8, 8 Plus. Which, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Which yeah. is now three years ago. Um, and I liked knowing that there was like, there was no difference between like the 10s, the 10s max, the 11 pro, the 11 pro max. Like if you prefer the small phone, you're not losing on an, on anything going for a more compact design, but now you kind of are. Now and so are. Mm. that just bothers me knowing that there's more technology that I could get out there and not getting it. Hmm. That's rough. And it's only a hundred dollar uh, difference. Yeah. But um, mm. but just like JC was saying that the, these phones come with um, uh, or come in four finishes. So uh, they changed actually. It's not space gray anymore. There's no space gray. There's no space gray iPhone 12 actually because on the 12, 12 mini they're called black and white for white for the silver one, uh, or white for the white one. It's not called silver. And then on the pro versions it's graphite, gold, silver, and then Pacific blue. So. The graphite, silver, and gold are the finishes that match the stainless steel watches of the Series 6, which is pretty cool. And actually, I like that graphite look. It looks a lot more... That's like The graphite stainless looks a lot more premium than Space Black stainless did, in my opinion. It looks like a lot more... A more, a more stainless steel-esque, in my opinion. And that new gold is really pretty. Yeah, the gold... Well, I like that they returned to um like actual true gold and not like the rose gold right right um, you know rose gold is fine i actually had rose gold for my uh for my 12 or my uh, 10s max um which was like cool but like the, the like it wears off after like a couple months you're like all right it's just it's cool yeah, you get you know? of it. um but um yeah i always wanted like a regular gold um and you know, you kind of saw it coming when the when the watches came out, and the stainless steel and those were gold, you know, because they want them to match. Yeah, I didn't see the blue coming at all. Um, I knew there was gonna be a blue one. I had a hunch. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that makes sense with like the. There's a lot of rumors about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I pre-ordered the Pacific Blue, by the way. I did order. I did oh, order the blue one. I don't know if it's gonna be too like light. I don't know how bright it's gonna be. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll let you know come Friday because I'll, I'll have it in my hands on Friday morning. Mm. All right. Yeah. I'll, so next I'll, time, I'll, next time we yeah. record, you'll be able to get an, an update on it. Yeah, I'll tell you if I like it or not. Yeah. You know maybe maybe was... we can get catch up and get some lunch or something. Yeah. See it. Yeah, and you know what I did see, which is um, funny, is uh, I saw these. Uh, this is like kind of off off track it's about the pixel 5 i saw the pixel 5 um sort of sage color it is way brighter green than the website makes it look yeah 
Almost, it almost looks blue in natural lighting. Yeah, um, a little, yeah, a little bit like a light blue. I've been keeping an eye on like a lot of a lot of tech YouTubers that have gotten their review units of it stuff of it, and the review units that Google sent out this year are the sort of sage ones. Um, and I've a lot of these like in in natural lighting, it looks like a really light sky blue almost, and I'm like, oh, that's so pretty. I'm like, did I make the wrong mistake going with the black? But I love like my combination of D brand skin that I'm gonna do with the black so that it has like a white back but then black rails and so i'm happy i'm still happy with the decision i made yeah if i did get a pixel 5 i'd still get the black one it just looks so cool yeah um i'm gonna cover it up but anyway (laughs) (laughs) i wouldn't (laughs) but uh yeah i I really want the 12 mini i don't know if i'm gonna get it though because my 12 my 11 pro still works um but I don't well, know. No, because it's got a chip in the glass. <laughs> now you need a new one. <laughs> mm. I mean, it does compromise yeah. the water-resistant housing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Just um, saying. On the new one. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, fortunately, you have till the, the 6th of November to decide. Well, at, 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 at earliest, you have till then, should I say. Because obviously, you don't have to get it right when it comes out. But that's the best trade time in. to get a phone is when it comes out. Trade-in values are the highest, yeah. Um, well, that, but I just like it's nice to get the phone right when it comes out, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I'm out of it for sure. So, yeah, so the new 12 models, uh, the 12 mini and the 12 will default with 64 gigs of storage still, and it will be uh, upgradable to 128 gig, 256 gig. And then the 12 Pro and 12 Pro Max, this is actually something new this year, is they're, the Pro, both the Pro models are defaulted with 128 gigs of storage which oh. is awesome. And then oh. the leap from 128 gig to 256 gig is only a $100 difference. And mm-hmm. then from there, to, from the 256 to 512, a $200 difference. So this year, the maximum money you can spend on an iPhone is $1,399, which the past two years was different because the past two years you could spend as much as $1,449. So Laptop price. Yeah, so we're... <laughs> It's still very, it could be very expensive depending on which phone model you get. And if you're going to the highest end iPhone available for purchase, but $50 cheaper is a step in the right direction. Right. Um, which is awesome though, because I pre-ordered the 128 gig. I don't need 256 gigs really. I'm only using right now on my iPhone. So yeah, so I'm using, uh, 64 or i have 68 gigs of storage that's being used currently and out of 256 gigs available storage but i've got 13 nearly 14 gigs of podcasts downloaded on my phone right now that i need to go through and delete because i've already listened to them and i don't need them downloaded anymore okay and i've got uh 12 gigs of storage of apps that i haven't used in a very long time that i could just automatically offload off the phone so um 128 gigs is suffice for me I don't need 256 gigs of storage, especially for I, a phone that I keep yeah, for a year. I really don't either. Like I, uh, I got the 256, and I had the 64 before. Um, and you know, I was starting to kind of, kind of like run out of space, but not in the sense of like, oh man, like I'm deleting pictures all the time, or like I can't download this app because I'm running out of space. It was more like, okay, so I have, yeah, so I've never once on my phone had to worry about my storage at all. I have the 256 as well, but I would also get the 128 because I think I'm at like 80 
And that's because I've never once even gone into my phone and been like, oh, I don't need this. Like there's a ton of memes on my phone I don't need, you know, like there's a ton of stuff on there. And I just don't, and I'm not even using, you know, iCloud photo library, which would also probably save up a bunch of space. Yeah, I I think that most people are going to go for the 128 gig model. In fact, I'd even say that the people who are going to have the 256 gig model of the 12 Pro or 12 Pro Max, I'll say that nine out of ten of them got the 256 gig because the 128 gig was not available. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I mean just me and you did it, so I mean definitely other yeah. people did too. I've gotten a 512 um, gig phone in the past because the 256 gig wasn't available. <laughs> Wait, which phone was that? It was the 10s Max. My 10s Max was 512 gigs. Oh uh, yeah, I went 64 128, right? 64. It went 64 256 512. Oh. What? Oh. Alright. So you guys you just got the five twelve just because you you wanted the most? No, I got five twelve because they were out of the two fifty six and I wanted oh, the yeah, they didn't that day. Have it. <laughs> I remember. And that. nobody yeah. was buying the five twelve gig, so I was like, No, nope. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take twenty. <laughs> I'll take five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, those, those are the phones we personally would take. I'm sure we'd love to see in the comments the phones you guys are most excited about. If you are going to upgrade this year, um, if you think it's worth it. Um, one thing I think that we have to talk about, because I have seen it on Reddit for the past week and a half, over and over again, the same joke. The new iPhones do not come with what, Randy? What do they not come with? Oh, so the new phones, all the new iPhones are not going to come with the power adapter. Or headphones. Or headphones. Power adapter or headphones. Um, a lot of people are furious about it. Like, really angry. Um, which I think it just kind of like, okay, I'm, I don't mean to downplay it. I think it's not that big of a deal. I have a charger already. I have never once used the headphones out of the box. Like the only time I actually took the headphones out of the box and used them on a daily basis was my most recent phone. No, no, not even my most recent phone. It was the, uh, it was when I got the 10 S max because it doesn't have a headphone jack. So I got the headphones with it, you know, and now I have those and it's still working. I'm convinced anybody who says that they don't last a long time, just like abuses them horribly because i've put my headphones through the wash and they work fine you yeah. know like they're tough so like you take care of your stuff like it's not it's not that big of a deal i'm in um, the i'm in the same boat as ujc because like and i get why people like are really quick to like say something about it but i've got a ton of chargers around for uh for my iphone because i've had iphones for years and I've, i have wireless chargers i have plug-in chargers the the charging port for the iPhone didn't change. So, like, if you're, I feel like most people that upgrade to a new iPhone already have an existing iPhone, so it's not that big of a deal. And plus, they 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 did it because of the environmental impact, right? Like, Apple's a company that actually cares about the environment, um, and they had their like head of of environmental health and safety and stuff like that up on she was like literally on the rooftop of apple park during the yeah, announcement how did she get up there i, I don't I know how did she get down I was like, uh. <laughs> um but uh she uh she was talking about it and 
just by taking the power adapter and the headphones out of there, like the amount of resources that they they have to mine from the earth to do to make those adapters, is equivalent to taking up to four hundred fifty thousand cars off of the road per year, yeah. which is insane. Like that's an insane amount of cars to be off the road, or the equivalence of that that many cars being off the road. The amount of the impact that that could have on on air quality and air pollution, um, like. Think about during during the actual like stay at home orders this year. Think about like seeing the photos of LA. All of a sudden, there was like no smog in LA because nobody was driving their cars. Like, yeah, that's that's part of that impact, right? Not to mention, um, they still give you a freaking cable. They're giving you a cable to charge your phone, and they're giving you the cable that allows you to do fast charging and plug it into your Mac, so you don't have to buy like a different adapter to plug it into your Mac now. Um, but it also makes the packaging a lot smaller, which they said will, will allow for up to 70% more product on a single shipping pallet. Yeah, which so, means you're using a lot less gas in the trucks to like ship it everywhere. You, you don't have to make as many trips with planes, which huge right. polluters there. But here's, here's what else that means. Like, and again, that's great for the environmental impact, but for the consumers who could give a shit about that, I'm not one of those consumers. I love that they're doing all this great <laughs> stuff for the environment, but there are the people that are like, oh, I don't give a shit, yada, yada. For the people who don't give a shit about that, here's what this means for you. This means that theoretically, with them being able to put 70% more product on a single shipping pallet, that there will be less stock restraints on these newer phones because yeah. they're able to send more over overseas after they're done being manufactured. Like they're able to send up to seventy percent more of these phones overseas. That's insane. That's an insane amount of phones. Yeah. So there are a lot of benefits. Um, and I just wanna, I just kind of wanna clear something up because I saw. I think there's just like a lot of misconceptions about like the way Apple like operates with their recycling programs. And and you know I'm gonna get called an Apple shill probably for this, but um, like Apple's one of those companies that really does like. You know, you, there's Apple. You, Apple could take a lot of criticism. You know, I'm not gonna sit here and say that like there's some all like divine company that does no wrong. You know, like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and and say that. And I do think that this was sort of you know an angle where it's like, okay, this is good for the environment, but it also is gonna get a lot of people to buy adapters because not everybody has those you know USB-C fast charging adapters. So people are probably gonna buy those probably going to drive sales you know so like it's kind of like a win-win for them because they're going to get more people to buy chargers and it's kind of in the name of saving the environment um that out of the way i know that's a lot of people's feelings but yeah. that aside i saw a comment that like really frustrated me on reddit and sure this is one person's opinion but it got upvoted a bunch so i'm sure people a lot of people share this sentiment they said something like if apple really did this because they cared about the environment they would offer a recycling program for everything, not just Apple products. And I was like, they, they do. Like, yeah, they're recycling programs for anything technology. Do. I've brought like my old ass 2005 HP laptop there. Like they'll take it and be like, yeah, we'll recycle. They'll like, take anything. The nice yeah. thing is like, I don't have to worry about like looking for places to like recycle TVs or other, like other technology monitors and stuff. Cause I know I can just bring it to an Apple store. Uh, and if yeah, I can't, if exactly. I if I don't live near an Apple store, I can go on their website and and do it, and they'll sh like send you the packaging and stuff to do it to like mail it in. Yeah, like which is there awesome. are a lot of things that they go out of their way on, uh, like on to like, 
you know, to in, in the effort of, you know, minimizing their impact on the environment. You could yeah. say it's a PR thing or whatever, but, you know, I think that they knew they were going to take a lot of flack for this. They were going to take a lot of heat um, because you're taking away something that, like, people are used to having with their devices. Um, but, you know, I used to really hate on Apple a lot, but just seeing what they've been doing for the environment lately has really made me be like, oh, okay, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they knew they were going to take a lot of flack for this, um, and they still did it anyway because of the environmental impact. Um, and the the funny thing is, and we, you know. we haven't even t- talked about it, is they also added a new way to charge your iPhone, oh, uh, yeah. which is with the MagSafe charger, which that MagSafe charger, even though, yeah, you have to buy a MagSafe charger to do this, the MagSafe charger is actually made out of 100% recycled earth elements. So... That's pretty cool. No new, no. There was nothing that was mined from the ground to create this, these new MagSafe chargers and these magnets. It's all renewed, um, mm. which again is on the that environmental impact. So yeah, maybe you have to buy a new charger because there's a new way that you can charge your phone. It's a 15 watt fast charging for for MagSafe wireless charging. Ooh, 15 watts fast, fast uh, wireless charging. That, like that's insane. Um, but my God, like again, most people who are buying a new iPhone had at least one iPhone before and you had chargers for that. Yeah. So just use and, your charger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did, like, it's just kind of like a weird thing to me because a lot of people, and another argument is like, well, what if I'm switching from an Android to an iPhone? I'm like, well, your Android has USB-C, doesn't it? Like Androids have had USB-C. Right. It has, you have um, a USB type C yeah. power adapter. Unless like you've, you're like from like, seven years ago and then it's like well you're gonna buy a new charger anyway like yeah no matter what <laughs> I don't you know. did like yeah it's just weird like I no, think companies that are on a, top yeah. that are always gonna catch that criticism sorry to cut you yeah. off but like companies that are on top are always gonna catch that criticism i feel like it's more so apple like it's kind of a meme to hate on apple at this point yeah. like you know which is fine like i get it um they've done some stuff before that is questionable um but you know I don't think it's that big of a deal. It is really surprising and kind of hilarious to me, like how much people like hate this. Like my my, I'm just gonna say this, and then I'm gonna drop it. We could talk a little bit more about MagSafe and the implications and and you know what that might mean for the future of iPhone. But I'm gonna leave it at this. If you don't like that Apple doesn't put a charger, a charging brick, and a, and a headphones in your box for an iPhone, don't buy it. There you go. You're yeah. done. <laughs> Easy. Like. Mm-hmm. I just don't like. I Nobody's could never spend on that. that. Yeah, like, like here's the thing. Like, wouldn't it make a bigger statement for you personally as a consumer to go? I am going to purposely not upgrade this to this iPhone this year because they didn't include that charger and headphones. I'm gonna switch carriers. I'm gonna switch, you know, manufacturers. I'm gonna get a Samsung. Like, that would make a bigger statement than just shit posting them online. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it's just it's hilarious to me the amount of effort people go through to like hate on stuff, but I'm gonna leave it at that. And I want to talk about MagSafe because MagSafe is really cool. I'm happy they brought it back. I probably won't buy it until like probably later. Yeah, I might. Um, so as far as JC like mentioned, like bringing it back, it's never been on iPhone, but it has been in yeah. the, in MacBooks in the past. Um, and so with MagSafe, uh, all the accessories for the phone, not only the, like the charging accessories, but even like cases and new accessories are going to be, uh, taking advantage of the MagSafe technology. 
Um, for example, there's a lot of people that like putting like these like it, like adhering like a little rubber wallet to the back of their phone. Looks really ugly. It's not really straight on either. <laughs> um, Apple has their own Apple branded leather, which I love. Their leather, so nice. Um, it's a it's a MagSafe leather wallet that just magnetically clicks on to your phone, which is awesome. So I'm gonna be using the phone naked, and I'm gonna get that leather wallet for when I'm just like out and about, and I'm gonna love it. Um, yeah, I might stop carrying my wallet around, honestly. Yeah, um, and then there, of course, there's silicone cases, there are leather cases. There's gonna be a new leather sleeve option, um, and then their clear case. The only one that I think looks dumb is their clear case because you see the magnets in the clear case because yeah, um, it's clear. So it it's a little weird because you see the design layout of it. Um, but if you pop over that, uh, you, if you go over that with the with the wallet, the leather wallet with MagSafe, then you don't have to worry about that. Hey, uh, quick question. I don't know this. Uh, you might know. MagSafe is only on the cases, right? Like, it's not. Is it in the phone? It's actually built into the phone too. Huh. So it's a it's a specific lineup of magnets, similar to how like iPad Pro has magnets. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a specific lineup of magnets designed inside of the phone so that it does not damage or like mess up any of the functionality of the phone, but adds yeah. more functionality, which is great. That's um, cool. Very, I, I wanna very see, innovative, uh, really. Yeah. yeah. I want to see now. I, I can't wait till MKBHD gets his hands on it and uses that like cloth thing that he uses to like show where the magnets oh, are. Oh, the magnet paper. Yeah, that stuff is so, so cool. cool. I need to get some of that. I need to get some <laughs> magnet paper. Right? I'm going to hop on Amazon awesome. after this episode. And get um, some magnet paper. <laughs> and get some magnet paper. Nice. But, uh, but yeah, so that's a, an entirely new way that you can you can charge iPhones, which is really cool. And it'll, it'll still charge any Qi-enabled device. It just won't magnetically click onto it. So you can still charge, like, mm. AirPods. You can charge uh, iPhone 8 and later. You can charge your Samsung Galaxy S series, your Samsung Galaxy Note series. You can charge Pixel 5, Pixel 4, Pixel 3. You can you, There's a lot of, any Qi-enabled device, you can charge it with a MagSafe charger, which is awesome. So, um, yeah. really cool stuff to see. Uh, speaking of memes real quick before we, before we wrap up, um, I saw a meme uh, where somebody like, uh, it was actually really great photoshopping too, in my opinion. Where somebody wow. like photoshopped on Apple's website, like it was a it was an iPhone uh, MagSafe Purell uh, hand sanitizer oh my thing. Gosh, yeah, it was that. so funny, and I was like, I was like, wow, like they like photoshopped it down to the font and down to the images and stuff. It was like really impressive Photoshop level. A lot Very of well a lot of effort put into it, um, but oh, I thought yeah. that was funny, and it was like one thirty nine. Obviously, that doesn't exist, but hilarious nonetheless. So, but. Okay. Um, it was a great event. I'm excited to, to give you guys an update on, on how I'm liking the phone. Cause I'll have had two days in hand with the, or three days in hand with the phone by the time you guys are listening to the next episode of Twaddlecast. Um, but before we, we wrap up this episode, uh, JC and I want to just apologize. Today's episode might be a little bit shorter than normal. Um, JC, why is it a little bit shorter than normal? Because COVID pretty much um <laughs> that's the short answer the long answer is that you know the way that we've been providing this content to you guys is through an app discord um which can't really nail it down uh, whose end it's on but we keep cutting out it's making it really really hard for us to um create like cohesive material um yeah. but we try our best 
Um, I'm almost certain it's my it... fault, to be honest with you, and I think it's well. because my, my <laughs> old-ass computer, but besides the point. Uh, that's, you know, that just, uh, you know, means we got to build one soon. Got to build one for you soon. <laughs> I knew you were going to say say right. something like that. <laughs> of course. Of course I am. <laughs> but, yeah, I know. We, we tr- we're trying our best. Uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, and next week, uh, I promise we'll have uh, we'll have a lot of content to talk about. Heck to the air. So, yeah. So, if you are uh, interested to keep hearing it, make sure that you subscribe or follow us. We are available anywhere podcasts are found. Um, share us with your friends, your family members, people who love technology and gaming, people who hate it, people who are, uh, you know, curious to learn more about it, people who just love hearing two friends talk about cool stuff, you know, whatever, whatever you guys like. It's a little casual twaddling. Just casual twaddling. I think that's a, I think because we use the word twaddle is why we've, uh, we still have a, a, a decent amount of listenership in Ireland. So shout out to our Irish listeners again. Uh, and shout out to our other yeah. international listeners. Uh, really cool that you guys are, are hanging with us. But yeah, we want to we want to hear what you guys think. I see those comments, those reviews. Heck to the yeah. Um, and we'll uh, I want to do more community stuff. You know, if we get enough people, um, maybe you guys could join our Discord. We can have cool conversations about uh, news and tech and gaming. Yes, and, stuff. and we're also looking to launch a Twitter so that we can interact with you guys on uh, on Twitter. Maybe eventually even an Instagram. So. Uh, yeah. we're, we're looking to invest into some social media and, and build a, a little bit of a community around our, our twaddle, uh, our twaddle cast audience, um, our twaddle lights, maybe, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to think about what we want to call y'all. So twaddle. if you have ideas, if you, if you have ideas, feel free to put it in the, in one of the review, like in the comments of the review section. So, yeah. but with that being said, thank you guys for tuning in and we will catch you guys next Monday. See ya. Thank you.